This is Femi Kuti, and you are listening to NYC Radio Live. All right, how you feeling, everybody? Okay? Good. It's important to feel okay. <laughs> um, we had an amazing night last night. Jay Gandhi, who you guys may be familiar with, a great flute player, produced an amazing show at the venue I love, the Mercy Home for Children, historic convent. And um, it was a tabla solo by Pandit Nayan Ghosh. And he was joined by his incredible son, Ishan Ghosh, and uh, Rohan Prabhudesai. Harmonium. Uh, I just am excited to share this uh, recording. Tabla Solo. And this was a presentation by Brooklyn Raga Massive. Lovely crowd there. So without further ado, I am going to bring you into 12 hours ago. The Mercy Home for Children. With, uh, the capable hands of Pandit Nayan Ghosh, this will blow your mind. And um, if you get curious about the guy, we actually hung out and did a, an interview in the, in the courtyard and, and got to know about his illustrious family and um, about his approach to music and pedagogy. Really amazing musician and a wonderful person on top of that and um, yeah let's go to the mercy home tabla solo from pandit nayan gosh i am sure i don't need to explain about the music many of you are wonderful musicians and one of the most prominent musicians in usa pandit samir chatterjee is in our presence and uh, he is for me like a guru bhai. I mean, our lineage goes back just two generations back to the same person, Pandit Gyan Prakash Ghosh. And uh, friends, we have wonderful musicians. I don't know whom. There's Vivek, this little boy who's really uh, uh, storming the Indian music scene now as a little tabla player, a, a great prodigy. How old are you now? 14, he's 14. <laughs> we have Aaron, who's a wonderful tabla player. We have Jay, who just introduced us. He's a wonderful flutist. He's a disciple of Pandit Hari Prasad Chaurasia, and I'm also fortunate to be one of his gurus. And friends, so we will begin with, not begin with, we'll play the entire solo in Teen Tal, 16 beat cycle, the most popular most widely played tal and uh, we will try to cover in that the different schools the different styles of tabla essentially starting with delhi there will also be ajrada which is a twin of delhi style and then the purab style farukhabad and lucknow and uh, maybe a little bit of punjab also thanks rohan for accompanying us Thank you. 
now recite and perform few short fixed compositions by great masters. They are called Tukras or Chakradars.
This is a request from Jay. Laggies are played at the end of uh, a semi-classical form of vocal music called Thumris. <clears throat> we'll play a little bit, where the tabla player goes into brief solos with some lilting, lilting rhythms. Two minutes.
has been a part of my family since uh, six generations before me. Five generations before me, I'm the sixth and Ishan is the seventh. At least that's what I know. I don't know about um, the ancestors before that, whether they were in music or not. Uh, but my father was one of the most important uh, tabla maestros and a guru of the 20 in the 20th century he played a very important role and his name was pandit nikhil ghosh and my uncle older uncle my father's elder brother was known as the father of north indian flute he was the pioneer of the big bansuri the big flute bamboo flute which is now so immensely popular all over the world and such an integral part of uh, Indian classical music. It was he who brought it for the first time in Indian classical music. My uncle, Pannala Alkosh. Right, and so if we go back all the way to the beginning, it was in a particular court that your family was... No, no, we were not associated with any courts. My uncle and, and my father were the first in the family to take music as a profession. Uh, till my grandfather's... Uh, generation in uh, educated society especially in Bengal in India but especially in Bengal it wasn't much appreciated taking music as a profession it was kind of looked down upon in those days and uh, my father and my uncle both uh, took that courageous step to take it as a profession and uh, eventually they got the recognition that they deserved mm. and the the tabla also was even in some circles looked down even worse than than other instruments than other instruments yeah it was at one time and uh, my father among a few other tabla players from his generation played the most important role of bringing uh, that prestige to the tabla um, and and bringing out uh, the the tabla art in the open to lay music listeners because the tabla solo art was never known out outside certain groups of tabla players you know tabla was essentially known only to be an accompanying instrument with different kinds of music but the the fact that the tabla solo art was such a highly developed and refined art my father was one of those musicians who uh, brought it out to the uh, to the people in india and around the world wow and you're you're kind of recognized as a maestro on sitar and tabla is being a multi-instrumentalist like that is that something that was more common in earlier generations than now or is that you know is that playing or having knowledge of multiple instruments was always common but uh, doing it professionally with equal mastery on more than one that was rare mm -hmm. that was almost not there uh, a few exceptions were there of course like if you've heard of the great Baba Alauddin Khan, the guru of Pandit Ravi Shankar and Ustad Ali Akbar Khan. He was a multifaceted musician. And so there were few like him, but in our generation, in my generation, um, at this point of time, I don't know anybody else who is um, practicing and performing 
both two fields uh, at the same time with the same command or same uh, facility. Mm. <laughs> and I imagine with your approach and understanding that that for you it's probably quite complementary the understanding of one to the it other. It is, yeah. Very complementary. In my family actually my grandfather was a sitar player and so sitar came also naturally to me though I started sitar much late. Um, the, sit the tabla and vocal music training started since infancy and it was around the age of 10 or 12 that I started uh, developing a, a, you know, I, was, I got attracted to the sitar, started playing it more and more and by the time I was 17 or 18 I was performing concerts and traveling around the world. <laughs> wow. And your son is obviously uh, an incredible talent and quite accomplished at his young age. And I was lucky enough to take a workshop with you. And I noticed that when you teach, you have a way of making the students all feel very comfortable and at ease and um, never retreating into a, a uh, a feeling a <laughs> of shame or fear, you know, and all this stuff or not worthiness. So I wonder if, if this is a, a, you know, you're conscious about this as a, as a teacher and with your pedagogy that you, I don't know, I'd be curious about what, what your yes, approach is. Yes, well, uh, you know, uh, I also started teaching many years ago and this experience of teaching taught me a lot uh, how to handle various students of different aptitudes and talent levels and uh, backgrounds uh, musical and non-musical both mm -hmm. you know and and uh, I have always tried my best to encourage students to learn in a very happy mood and so that whatever little they are able to take home um, let them be really feel the the magic and the bliss of music, whatever little they take home. That's that's the way I look at things. Mm. And for me, I'm I'm quite mystified by tabla solo. I mean, there's a certain point where my brain can't quite quite comprehend, you know, exactly. <laughs> What's happening? Are they are What's they happening? are they going into groups of you know yeah. you know? There's certain some sometimes it gets very advanced. Yeah. So what 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 do you think? You know, if someone's hearing your tabla solo maybe on the radio, just mm -hmm. what 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 are the things that they know to have entry into this whole world of rhythm? Well, I think as a listener, the most important thing to get glued to a certain type of music is first to start listening without trying to understand. Just sit back and enjoy and let the music permeate into your system. And uh, enjoy the overall musicality as a, as a new listener. Mm. And repeatedly listening to various masters, various concerts, various recordings, you start getting to know things gradually, little by little, and then you can differentiate, oh, okay, this is this, this is that, and uh, this is how it is supposed to be done. And uh, then you get deeper and deeper. 
but uh, learning any subject should start with a general bird's eye view mm. and 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 just simple enjoyment that's all right well that sounds like uh enjoyment is very much at the core of of everything that you're presenting i mean is yeah. it, is is joy one of the most i mean one of the most important uh, i feel the most important requirements in music the joy and uh, i feel you know the tabla art is so refined so complex and has developed to such a great height that uh, great tabla players great tabla composers have managed to take tabla to the next level beyond percussion mm. make it a musical experience right and i guess you know if joy is the requirement or you know the goal not every po- mathematical possibility in music necessarily has to be played true <laughs> true let there be mathematics but i feel it should be very well packaged artfully Mm-hmm. so that the aesthetics is not lost in the course of um exploring more and more mathematics the aesthetics should always be maintained so let there be as much mathematics as possible because a lot of youngsters today are working on the mathematical aspects of tabla and uh, uh they are getting deeper and deeper into it but one has to take care that the music is not lost mm Wow. So, I guess my last question is uh what how do you well, maybe I have two questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, w- when you sit down at this point in your career and development as an artist, when you sit down to practice mm-hmm. and play, well, what what is what do you how do you do that? What, what do you do? Well, uh see there are many ways of practicing. One is a mechanical practice just to be in good shape just to see that your fingers are really working properly all your muscles are in good shape and the joints and that's called mechanical practice so you practice there are certain phrases that tradition has taught us we work on those exercises they are kind of they warm up the hand you know for playing better for performance and the other is aesthetic practice where uh, there are two kinds of as i said two practice one is the mechanical practice mechanical practice is very necessary to keep yourself in shape only then you can execute uh, certain difficult passages more easily and then you can enjoy that so the musical joy comes immediately after that and uh, so uh, for a student it is very important that uh the the second part of the practice is where they take beautiful compositions which they love to play they love to listen they get inspiration from and try them out of course under the supervision of the teacher and so that they don't jump uh and 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 you know try things which is which are really far beyond so they have to go step by step there has to be a good teacher who will be supervising and guiding you in your practice and learning Yeah and obviously you know you can you continue to grow as a musician and artist and so what what kind of uh, other artists 
you know, some some become very great earlier in their careers, and then they they go in a different direction. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. So what what kind of keeps you inspired about about music? Two things. One is constantly remembering the great past masters, and listening to their recordings or listening or playing their compositions keep re-inspiring yourself recharging your musical battery mm. and the other is keep exploring new and newer avenues see if there is still something that needs to be explored mm. because we always believe especially in tabla that almost everything that is imaginable has been explored but you know in any art there is never an end so you can always explore newer avenues and that uh, uh, that keeps the thrill part of uh, you you know your joy mm-hmm. alive these early you know earlier masters did they was how, how important was risk taking at, at an earlier point in 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 the presentation of this music yes great masters great performers were also known for the risk element in their performances they dared they took uh, challenging decisions in the spur of a moment during performance mm-hmm. and uh, those are what we should uh, you know we should admire and appreciate and 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 reinspire ourselves <laughs> right well speaking of inspiration thanks for all your music uh, we all we're blown away. Um, Thank you. I'm glad you all liked it so yeah. much. All right. Well, Pandit Nayangosh, thanks for your time. Lovely to be with you. Thank you, David. All right. It was a joy. Thank you.